1: Kia ora, I'm Hugh and you're listening to my quasi-weekly podcast, Hugh's Featured Tracks. This is a look back at the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on the 2 People's Radio, Te Reo Ongatangata on on Without further ado, let's hear the first of those tracks. Today's featured track is one that I kind of hoped that I would get to during te, wiki o te Reo Māori, but things just didn't quite shake out that way. Um, a glimpse behind the curtain, the way that this featured music spot works is that every time I find something and think, gosh, that's interesting, I should feature it, it goes into essentially a bin in the scheduling software, and I deal with kind of whatever shakes out. Uh, so I ended up with enough stuff in Te reo to take me through to Wiki o Te Reo Māori, uh, and you get this song now instead. Of then. Uh, I have been just fascinated with the current career of Troy Kingy. Um, he has this 101010 10, 10 project, 10 albums over 10 years in 10 different genres. Uh, he has just dropped album number five, which is called Black Sea Golden Ladder, um, and is a sort of um, turn to the folk singer songwritery. But at the same time as that, uh, he has joined forces with Psyche uh, Stalwart's The Nudge on a track called He Orete. Um, and it's great. It's really, really good. Um, look. I think things like the Waiata project and uh Lord uh translating her album into Te Reo Maori those are great. Um and and you know I I watched the COP and uh, the various discussions around uh around particularly around Lord's album and I, I think you know I'm not going to tell native Maori speakers who felt like that was some sort of tokenism that they're wrong. Um, but but I tend to side with the other side of that argument that um, that public use, uh, public and high-profile use of, of uh, the rail is the thing that is going to um, bring it into wider consciousness for people who are not speakers. And if people who are speakers want to make you know deeper and more profound work then then that in some way creates the space for them to do that and i think that this is that this is what that looks like this is someone who is uh actually mari himself um who wrote this song initially in te reo Māori rather than uh rather than translating a work in another um from another form and uh, and who is uh, bringing his quite considerable uh, chops to bear here uh, to make something that is kind of uh, Māori from start to finish and which is not presented in a in a sort of a, a prestige style or a sort of neoclassical style. I think sometimes there's a, a feeling that people who make music in te reo need to uh, do it in some sort of uh, hyper-traditionalist or high-art kind of way. And this is uh, Troy Kingy doing his um, psychedelic funk Troy Kingy thing um, just in te reo Maori. Uh, it's great I really like it. Uh, I don't know if there is more um, collaboration planned from the Nudge and uh, Troy Kingy. If there is, I look forward to it. This is neat, and uh, and I would cheerfully listen to more. Right now, here are Troy Kingy and the Nudge with Hey A young singer songwriter and uh, multi instrumentalist uh, currently living between LA and Wellington. She is a brand new signing to uh, Flying Nun Records, and under that banner has a new album out called You. Uh, it came out early October. You can get it from her bandcamp page, which is VeraAllen.bandcamp.com. Uh, And there is a single from that album on the New Tracks compilation. Uh, The single had its genesis in a sort of weird situation she found herself in, having just come back to New Zealand from LA perfectly in time to be locked down with the rest of us when COVID-19 really started to bite. Uh, Yes, indeed, this is another lockdown song. But, but, I mean, it stands out from the others, I think, by not being so much about that, more just kind of having that as an inciting incident. Anyhow... Um, the song itself is uh, a very kind of grungy, sludgy thing. Um, I enjoy it. It reminds me a lot of kind of the golden age of uh, noisy, sludgy New Zealand uh, indie pop from the 80s. Uh, famously, of course, the Dunedin Sound, given that we're talking about a flying nun signing. But, you know, other parts of the country did similar things around that time as well. Um there's a lot of kinda uh, there's a there's a trick that bands like that do sometimes, which you can hear here as well here, here, Uh, which is to have uh, a very kind of sludgy guitar sound paired with a bass doing almost kind of a counter melody thing. Um, It's clever. I like it. Anyway, uh, there's also a very charming video where uh, footage from Vera's life in L.A. is intercut with, um, with a home movie. Of a family trip to the zoo with her brother and her grandma in 1997. Um, and it's, as I say, um, charming uh, in a particular lo-fi way that I dig. Uh, So just a reminder, if you, like I, enjoy this, you can go to veraellen.bandcamp.com you can get your very own copy of this album if you would like one Uh, right now here is Vera Allen from the new track's compilation uh, and from her album You the song is called Crack the Whip I'm still not done with the Metallica blacklist basically because I keep finding new tunes in the collection that I find fascinating for one reason or another. Sometimes it is uh, the way that people have approached it, sometimes it is the mere concept of a particular artist taking on a particular song, and in this case, it's both. So, Jason Isbell is uh, an American alt-country guy, he was part of a band called Drive-By Truckers for a while, um, and has gone on to have a solo career, which is where I first came across it. In fact, I think I first came across him when he did an interview on uh, a podcast by a guy called Mark Maron, who's an American comedian. Um, Jason Isbell talked a bit about his uh, his career and his uh, struggles with addiction and his music, Uh, and he was touring a new album at that point. Anyway, he has a uh, new band uh, backing him up called the A400, uh, or the A400 Units rather, uh, who are here on this particular song, and the thing about Jason Isbell that I thought was interesting is that he's got both Chris Stapleton and Darius Rucker. Both kind of country guys who are on this compilation uh, are more in what I would consider the mainstream of country. Chris Stapleton, I I, I do rate. Um, I really enjoy, as I said when I featured his, uh, his take on a song, um, I really enjoy his voice and his kind of sense of theatrics. And Darius Rucker is kind of one of these just endlessly likable guys, but both of those guys I would put thoroughly in the mainstream of uh, modern American country music. I wouldn't say that they're at the poppest end of what comes out of Nashville these days, but there's they're, they're definitely something that won't um, frighten any metaphorical horses if you want to take a, a generally rural me- metaphor to fit the theme. Um, Jason Isbell, on the other hand, is a guy whose songwriting gets a bit darker and scarier than that. One of the songs that really sticks with me um from the album that he was plugging on uh, on Mark Maron, it was about a, a friendship, a particular French, a kind of um, boozy bar centred but very deep friendship with a woman who was dying of cancer, um, which was based, I think, on a real relationship, but but kind of fictionalised for the purpose of the song. And there's something very. Um, true and kind of heart destroying about that song that I just, I don't tend to find in more, um, more pop and less kind of literary and well-drawn country in Western. Also uh, there's a real rough edge to Jason Isbell. You know, the, the drive-by truckers are a very uh, rowdy group and Jason Isbell was fired from the drive-by truckers for being too rowdy um, and and too unable to uh, to keep it together. So, you know, uh, he's cleaned himself up and he's come a long way but there's still a real rough edge to his music and uh, And that was a thing that I found very exciting with the idea of him covering a Metallica song. So, uh, as I've said before on these uh, particular features, talking about the Metallica blacklist, I was never a big Metallica fan, so I was not super familiar with the song in question. Uh, Having gone and listened to it, it's a kind of uh, classic slow metal stomp um you know big crushing riff uh not much in the way of melody which is you know that's not really a thing that metallica trades in they do kind of yelling over a riff to be clear there is nothing wrong with that uh, particularly in the metal context but it's definitely like a a, a big riff delivered at mid tempo with a with a stomping drum beat kind of a deal uh jason isbell mutates it again. Uh, This is another one of these takes on the song that turns it into a completely different beast. He speeds it up significantly. He uh, modifies the melody such as it is to make it into a kind of blues shout, and he lays down some mean slide guitar, turning it all together into a kind of country stomp blues. Uh, I think... The core of the song is preserved. Uh, if anything, I like Jason Isbell's take a bit le- a bit better than I like Metallica's. Here you go. This is Jason Isbell from the Metallica bla- uh, Blacklist with Sad But True. Mm-hmm. I've said before in this space, there's a thing that happens, particularly with New Zealand music, because we're a small country and the pool of people is smaller um, and also they're forced into closer proximity with one another. Uh, Even, it turns out, when they spread out across the world because Kiwis have a a way of running into other Kiwis, uh, that means that when you uh, discover a new band through something like a New tracks compilation, there's a fighting chance that, in fact, you already know like half of them from a different project, or you know them with a different name or something. Um, Today's uh, feature track is kind of an example of that. This comes from a project called Imperial April. Now, Imperial April is, I was going to say like a side project, but is it really a side project if it's literally the same people and what they've done is kind of reconfigure their their relationship and style uh, rather than, you know, one member of a band does a thing at the same time as keeping the main band going. I'm not really sure what you'd call that. Anyway, there is a New Zealand alt-pop duo called The Response. Um, they uh, started as a kind of um, guitar and other things duo. Uh, they are Victoria and and uh Andy Knopp. And uh during a stint in Canada they uh started picking up more and more kind of uh electronic elements um partly because they were in a in a situation of needing to transport stuff around off and on public transport and they needed to really shrink down the size of their uh stage kit so that they could move it around without needing you know, a huge amount of haulage going on. So what they meant is they ended up using a lot of kind of uh, MIDI controls, uh, foot switches, drum pads, that sort of thing. Um, And so what they were making was kind of synth pop. Um, Imperial April is the same two people. Uh, It's Victoria and Andy Knopp still. But because the response is an electro pop uh, project, they they ended up with all these songs that didn't quite fit the mold. And Imperial April is um, kind of what happens if this same duo does uh, indie rock instead. So, um, uh, you know, their list of, of uh, influences or. People to check out if you like them includes people like the Beths and Lucy Dacus, both of who are uh, major major recommendations from me. So I'm I'm pretty happy with that. The song that came through on the new tracks compilation is called "Everything Is Okay." Uh, everything is clearly not okay. This is sarcasm. But uh, if you if you're a fan of the um, Everybody's post Pixies loud, quiet, loud dynamic, um, and uh, and a, a very kind of sweet voiced take on indie rock. I think you will dig this. In the meantime, you can get uh, all of Imperial April's thing, which. It, includes like a couple of singles and an EP called an April Christmas which came out in uh, in Christmas in December of last year Uh, you can get all of that from imperialapril.bandcamp.com in the meantime here they are from the new tracks compilation for September this is everything is okay Listening to Hughes Featured Tracks, a quasi-weekly podcast put together from the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on Manawatu 2 People's Radio. Today or Irigangi tangata or Manawatu. 2. If you'd like to listen to the backlog of episodes for this podcast, you can find them along with all of our other locally made shows at our website www.npr.nz.